This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Nagi Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's Nagi Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Lon. How's it going, everybody? Elon, what's your IQ? Have you been to a museum, Lon? <laughs> oh, by the way, don't talk to me unless you lose 10 kilos. <laughs> is that a low-class joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It must be a, a more upper-class kind of question. Yeah, it must be because I stir-fry my dinner. Oh my gosh. Are we going to get into that first? Are we yep. getting into Natalie same. first? <laughs> yeah. Same like last week. Let's what? do it. Oh, oh my gosh. So here's my take on that. So, I mean, if the reports are true, we know that they're married. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So with comments like that, it would be hard for me to marry, to even propose or to consider it because that kind of comment already shows to me, at least how she views him how she views his lifestyle. It was very, very, very insulting. I don't think she was just saying that to get under his skin. There's buttons, you know, that we all push because we know how our significant other is. We know how our, our spouse is. And we'll push certain buttons to get under their skin. That, to me, revealed more than just pushing buttons. Mm-hmm. To me, that revealed how she saw him and how she saw his existence and his lifestyle. It said so much more. And that was very insulting, uh, to say the least, right? So I don't know. I don't know how he could propose after that. I don't know. And did you notice the smile on her face when she said it? When she said he was low class? When she called him a low class drunk guy. And then she turns around and she's like setting the table. And then then she like really has this, this smile. So I think the smile was indicative, one, that she was intentionally getting under his skin. But... The comment itself was just, oof. There are other ways to be insulting. There are other ways to push buttons, right? But when she said that, to me, it revealed a lot more. Do you think that she smiled or smirked because she got under his skin or because she didn't really mean it and they were just acting? There's a couple ways to read that. There's a couple ways to read that. But I think there are certain habits that he has that she doesn't like. and. Drinking is one of them. So when she was like, don't touch me, you don't respect me, you're drunk. Ooh, you're scared. What did she, I don't know if she said, I forget if she said you're scared. Yeah, I'm scared of you. I'm scared of you. Yeah, so I know drinking was one of them. But I think when she referred to him as low class, she was referring to a lot of things. And she mentioned a lot of these things already. Overweight, eats poorly, drinks a lot, goes to bars, which she doesn't understand the little culture of drinking. Like it's not just going to bars. Like there's breweries and there's a difference between going to some typical bar and then your brewery. Again, I think also alluding to the rural 
kind of lifestyle that he has. There's just so many things that go into this whole idea of what low class is to her. Couldn't be further from the truth. You know, he makes good money. He's what is he's into construction? What is what I forget exactly. He's a contractor. I forget exactly what he does. He's some bank manager, I thought. Oh, is he a bank manager? That's what I thought. He's a manager for sure. But yeah, I, I think he makes good money and he works. I want to say he works, according to him, two, three hours away from where he lives. So he must be like driving all the way to downtown Seattle or maybe somewhere up north, maybe. I would imagine that he makes good money because of like how simple his life is. And again, when I use the word simple, I think that's what she meant. You know, I want to go on a limp here and say that maybe in her poor choice of English words, she wanted to say simple as opposed to low class. But she did say, well, maybe your ex before me is from the same class. So I'm like, yeah, there were a couple of things she said. There were a couple of things she said. And I think he followed up with, well, what are you talking about this low class stuff? And then she said, I don't know. We're living in it or something like that, right? Or I'm living in it right now. Alluding to this, I think the house and their conditions, their living conditions. Mm. So to me, that comment said a lot about how she views him and how she views their life so i would have taken that really personally and so i don't know and and again i don't know how much of this is fabricated so this could be completely fabricated and they're happy and they're married now and they know this is good tv if i were to take this at face value and i were him that would be a hey i i would bring that up i wouldn't just let that slide even off camera, I'd be, what did you, exactly did you mean by that? You know, for her to get married, like this is the kind of life we're going to have, right? So yeah, there, there's a lot to unpack with that scene. So she says he doesn't listen to, to her requests. I think he does, but she has a lot of requests, right? Yeah. <laughs> I she, think there's... Yeah, she asked for a drawer space. He gave it to her. There's she, a lot she's asking. So she's yeah. asking that he stop drinking. She's asking that he eat healthier foods. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so aside from like drawer space and then the ring, I think she has a lot of requests and she's not giving him credit. She says, oh, you don't do the things I say. He does. It's just you have a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the compromise here? How many times does he have to concede? Does he have to concede to everything? Is there room here to compromise? Because on the same token, he can flip that coin. And say the same things to her. Well, why don't you have a glass of wine? Live a little. Why don't you have some beef? I don't know. Why don't you eat a steak? There are certain things like it doesn't have to be. She already thinks that her perspective is, is the right perspective. And that he needs to stop living this lower class lifestyle. And like get on her level. Yeah. Right. Which is eating fucking carrots and bananas. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Right. Not having a beer after a hard day's work. I think Whatever it spawns it spawns from the fact that she comes from the city, right? She's a city girl. Mm-hmm. And when you compare yourself to someone like Mike who lives in a rural area, I mean, I guess she can't help but feel like he's of a certain class when actually, if anything, Mike owns 27 acres of land. He's rich in land. Not many of us can say we have that much land. So... Right. She has to see it from a different perspective, but 
it's hard to comment on their relationship just because we know the outcome. So this could be all staged just mm-hmm. for entertainment. Maybe production wants them to argue about this and we're just eating it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Did you I think w- the ring part was staged? Um, Possibly because, like I said, in the end, we knew that they got married. So... Mike could have told her off screen, like, hey, you're going to get the ring back. Just act like you're Smeagol and try to find your <laughs> precious ring. <laughs> you know, go through yeah. his stuff. I mean, I would be mad if that wasn't staged because I wouldn't want someone to go through my stuff and like desperately try to find the ring. Right? Yeah. <laughs> For me, I thought that part was actually real. I think the time, I'm, I'm, I'm phrasing it wrong. I think the fact that he's holding back and he's holding out and she doesn't have this reassurance. She needs this reassurance now. And that's mm-hmm. where the ugliness came out yeah. because she she wants to have this reassurance. And the ring is that the ring is that reassurance that all this effort that she's putting in, that she thinks she's putting in, that there's some kind of reward at the end of it. And that that reward is that she's going to get married and she yeah. doesn't have that. So she started looking for it. And in her frustration of not finding it, in her frustration, you know, when she asked him, well, what's what's going on with us? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know yet. I can't give you that answer. Yeah. In that frustration, that's when the ugliness came out. And I can see like, how that triggered her. Yeah. You're low yeah. class. You know what I mean? And, you don't and go to just, museums. <laughs> yeah. Do you even? You yeah. Know, cultured. <laughs> that was so. I was like, I have left field. Like, even what's... once. What's yeah. the IQ got to do with anything? Yeah. Even what? once. Yeah. What's your IQ? Have you taken a test or have you been to a museum even once? Oh, that's because I took you. You low class drunk man. Like fucking she was swinging for the fences, man. I was yeah, like, oh dude. my gosh. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Unnecessary. But here's the thing. I think it made for entertaining TV. Like that's why this is why I'm talking about it. At length yeah, right. that's why we're talking at great <laughs> length why. about it, even though we know the outcome. So, yeah. Kudos. As bad yeah. as their relationship is on TV, they do get a lot of fucking talking time, man. For, yeah, for real. true. All right, Lon, who should we talk about next? Let's get Jovi and um, what's her name? Y- Yara, out of the way. Yara, out of the way. Not yeah. much to say, but that's why I want to just get him out of the way really yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. What do you think as a, from a woman? But we know that they just welcomed their first baby, so... I, I'm we're in that window, for... right? Yeah, we're in yeah. that we're in that window. Yeah. So she's saying she's she's saying that they've been careful. And to me, when someone says, "Oh, we've been careful," to me that means pull out game. Pull out game. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you kidding? <laughs> Who are you kidding? Yeah, like if you're on birth control, you say you're on birth control. If right. you're using a condom, you say, "Oh, like we've been careful." Is code up. for careful. <laughs> <laughs> he has a pull out game. Pull out game. Yeah, which is. We find out it's pull out game week actually right now. Like not as strong as he it has been it weak. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't the first time. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to see photos. And she didn't suspect it. She seems to not suspect it, more like it, expect it, suspect it. Like when she says, Oh, I've been weak, I don't wanna go out. I think she, you know, she's kind of blaming it on a mild depression until her friend's like yeah, that's unusual. Right. You get have you have you gotten checked? Maybe they only did it once and that's a sharpshooter <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's why she didn't suspect, right? Maybe it was like, 
Rollins just once and yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sperms was determined. Yeah. Going for it. Like he maybe Jovi has like the Michael Phelps of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got gold medal jeans, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, we started following Yara. And by we, I mean, you know, our 90 day fiance WTF account on Instagram. Follow us mm. if you haven't. We just started following Yara because I just saw Yara commenting on herself on TV, which was really cute, by the way. You got to see it long. It's on one of her IG stories. She was saying like, who's this girl bitching about life and whining and all that? So she's being self-aware, which I can kind right. of appreciate. So at least we know that she's not another ditzy Ukrainian. And she even called herself a gold digger, by the way. So yeah. she's really self-aware. And she's I can really I can kind of appreciate that. I've been to her account and... It wasn't a surprise to me. She is, she's, she already seems to have a very curated content creator influencer vibe to her account. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, she's making moves. This show was a stepping stone to something bigger for her. And that's awesome. Cause like, I'm really rooting for this couple. I'm really rooting for this couple. They seem me to too. be the most genuine, the most relatable. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have their problems, but they get over it. They make up and it's a very realistic as realistic as reality TV show couples go. I think what we're viewing with Yara and Jovi is, is some real shit. And when I got to her account, yeah, it's everything I was against in, in previous seasons. Like, ah, oh, you know, clout chasers, blah, blah, blah. But I just think she's hustling, man. And more power to her. She seems to have an online presence that she's been working on before the show even happened. And it's cloud chasing in a way that I can actually approve of. As in previous seasons, I'm like, oh, they're just fucking doing this for the cloud. And mm. I don't really like it. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm going to have to, you know, step back and analyze it more. But in this case, I accept it. And I'm like, okay, cool. This, this was a power move that she made. So I don't know where, why the double standard. I think I'm rooting for her because she does seem a little bit more genuine. But yeah, no, I've, I've paid a visit to her account. And like you said, she's really self-aware. I think she's really relatable. Like I went to her account and I read her own captions and I thought she was cool. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So far, she only has one YouTube video where she reviews. She's on YouTube now? <laughs> well, she Yeah, but only one video that she's uploaded so far. And she apparently went shopping and she got a bunch of Zara clothing and she's reviewing them. So I think she's trying to make a name for herself. Maybe she's trying to get her hustle on because she wants to open up that salon that she's been talking about, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to her. And I'm glad that things worked out between them. You know, they just welcome a baby. So, are they still it, in Nowlands? I guess so. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're focused on their family life right now. I don't see any drama surrounding them. So, I think they're really a genuine couple. Yeah. So all this talk about like where she wears her ring, you know, whether she wants to throw a party or I mean, whether she wants to let Jovi's mom throw her a party. Oh, the wedding stuff. Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. matter to me now that we know the outcome. So yeah. I, I can only be happy for them. Yeah, I didn't find that stuff too interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, like her as a person and uh, like them as a couple, so. So but we see drama, though. In, at least in the previews, there they was have like, to. Yeah, there's a they fight. Have, they have to create <laughs> that drama. Yeah. <laughs> K 
can I pick the next couple that we can yeah. out of the way? I just want to talk about Hazel and Tariq, you know, Tarzel. Tarzel. <laughs> the only thing I can say, Hazel has a nice body and all, but I, I don't know about that tie-dye shirt, man. I, that's, that's a no <laughs> from me, dog. I think he picked that out. Really? You think he, yeah. he picked her clothes? I think he picked that out, man. That doesn't look like something she would wear. I don't know. <laughs> I noticed that too. I was like, that's not what she would wear. That's not something she would wear. So, Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about, about him hollering at Minty, though? You know, I think when I first got introduced to Tarek on the 90 Day Fiancé universe, and he says he likes anything and everything Thai, and then we come to find out that he hooked up with Minty. I'm like, yeah, he's never going to let her go. I think yeah. he continues to have a thing for Thai women. But Hazel's just, you know, something that he's got going. Yeah. No, he he shot his shot. That's the way I see yeah. it. He shot a shot, dude. So Hazel, she does have reason to be angry about that. Mm -hmm. Even if he didn't, I would still kind of side with her and, and been like, if it was really nothing, you should have told her. But in my heart of hearts, from my perspective of what I know about Tariq and what they shared and what I've seen on TV, mm -hmm. I think he was, he shot a shot and he was like, yo, what's up? You know that. And, and maybe that's not the exact message because like if Hazel read it, then Hazel probably would have read into it. But I think she has already, but you know, I think that's what he was doing was like putting the feelers out. It, there was more to, to the text than what was written. Hey, I'm out here. I know you're out here. There's subtext there. So I think he shot a shot and, and he got caught. So, yeah, I don't think he's done. Like you said, uh, he, I think there's always going to be something there for Minty. Again, we have to remember it didn't end because things went bad with him and Minty. It ended because Hazel got jealous. Yep. So whatever feelings that were there between Minty and him are still there. I don't think they're resolved. I don't think there was closure you know i don't think there was ever a need for closure it just ended because hazel was like i don't like her mm -hmm. so they were always on good terms so i think that's always going to be there and that's a tough one man that's tough if if he's going to marry um hazel and he still has feelings for his ex-girlfriend yeah there's gonna be like prince charles and uh camilla parker bulls you know what I mean? <laughs> camilla is always in the shadows that was fucked up, though. I'm team Diana. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'm like, they did Diana dirty. I know. But dude. Diana was also seeing... We could have covered, <laughs> covered that on extra. We could have covered that on extra. We could. We, we well, we can leave it to the end, though. I listened Hopefully to podcasts would... about that, too. And you know, Oh, yeah? You gotta I recommend did. me those podcasts, because I'm I'm obsessed. You put. I think you put crown. me on to it. Which one? I think you were the one that put me onto it. You were like, hey, did you listen to the one about Diana? And then you put me onto it. And I was oh, like, right. oh, fuck. That's, but that's Remember? About, yeah, but that's about the theory of her death. Right. Not so much but about the relationship between her and... It got into Charles. it, though. Oh, okay. It got into the history of it, of how he was dating her. And she kind of knew about it. And I was like, man, so like he was doing her dirty the entire time and she knew about it. Of course, she's going to go like, well, fuck you then, you know, and kind of branch off and do her own thing anyways yeah. <laughs> that's another that's another discussion <laughs>
But when I realized that, I was like, fuck, man, who's doing Diana dirty? Like, who does Diana dirty? And that is why the firm wants Netflix to put out that disclaimer on The Crown. I mean, why would their feathers be all ruffled up if that's not half truth, right? I have to catch up on The Crown. Yeah, you should, man. Yeah. And we can talk about it. It gets into Diana? Yeah, of course. This last season was about Diana's introduction into the royal family and how they got together. After you watch this season, you should also watch the accompanying documentary on the royal family about Is this Diana. Four? Yeah, I think it's season okay. four. I got yeah. a lot to catch up on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we talk about Ziet and Rebecca next? Was she trying to insinuate that they didn't have sex? When? When he said they thought like that he just went to sleep. I don't know if it was a small passing moment when she said. Oh, what did, what exactly did she say? I didn't catch I, it. Uh, I mean, I, I can't quote it, but I think she said, oh, and, and he just slept or he went to sleep. And she said it in a way that she was expecting. You know, we haven't seen each other. Just expecting <laughs> like, some boom boom. It's just some action. Yeah. After like, one year of other, drought. You know? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Come on, can I guess so? <laughs> you know? And he's like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> the common excuse, like, ah, right. I just I just need to get to bed. And I was like, was she mentioning that to kind of, you know, put like, it on his Are we going to get it on? That, hey, <laughs> you know, you didn't meet my expectation here. Hey, it's kind of dry down there. Come on. <laughs> I like, I get it. But, okay. That, that, was what, that was my complaint with Jovi and Yara when, He's like, let's go out on the town. And she's like, oh, I just want to stay in. I'm like, dude, she's trying to tell you. Can we, you know, spend some alone time together? But and- I think what Ziet's trying to tell Rebecca is like, dude, I just got off an 18-hour flight. I hung out with your daughter and, you oh, know, right. and her fiancé. And I'm hella tired. Man, that's exhausting in you know? itself. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. If anything, that did her better because... He can't perform, right? If he's no. tight. <laughs> and I wouldn't know that. I'm just speculating right here. But well, what do you think about Ziet saying that he wants to visit his parents over the summer? So my question was, is that a visa restriction or is that a COVID restriction? I didn't understand that part, really. Because you know you can't leave within a year or, lo- or after a year or something like that. I was like... Okay, and that was what I wrote down was like, is that because the visa says you're not supposed to leave the country or is that because of the COVID restrictions on travel? So that was my main note on that. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's more like visa. I'm trying to think about... If you're on a 90-day visa, you can't... Because Amira is traveling, right? Amira and Andrew? Yeah, but the thing is, Ziet's already in the U.S. So once you're in the U.S., you're supposed Uh... to stay in... I think he's supposed okay. to stay in. I understand now. Because his green card is conditional. And again, speaking based on personal experience here, I recall, I mean, obviously I had a, a conditional green card. I think it was, I, I need to research this, but I remember that it was highly discouraged from leaving the country because once mm-hmm. you're in the country, I guess it's just a good practice to not leave, you know? Mm-hmm. But I need to do a bit more research. I forgot. There must be a reason. I mean, for her to advise him not to like get out of the country once you're in. Yeah. Well, she was pretty much saying you can't. Yeah. There's no. She's like, you know, you, you can't leave. And he's like, uh, and she's like, 
in a few months, just like like a year, you know? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It, yeah. Yeah. I would I would even say like for two years until you get the permanent, well, I wouldn't say permanent, like the 10-year green card, you know? Mm. So, yeah, but yeah. I think the star of the show is the shopping cart. Everyone's talking I've, about the shopping I made cart. the same note. Shopping cart life, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she got that, but I hope she's not a dumpster diver or something. Like, there's no reason for her to get a shopping cart, is it? Yeah. The thing is, I like her place, though. I like her. I, know, I like that layout. Seems, I, I like yeah, that warehouse seems, look. Yeah. It seems like, I, I get it. It seems empty. And I think when you take a picture of a guy from another country who's alone, it looks like a lonely place. But I don't know. I was digging the vibe there with the yeah. you know the whole brick brick and mortar kind of feel. And yeah, there's an odd shopping cart there, but I'm sure it has its utility. Yeah, I'd keep a shopping cart around if it meant that I could make a trip, one trip doing groceries from my car to my place, like instead of having to make two trips. Like you know, what I mean, I'm sure there's a purpose for it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I really like it. I think it's a nice. I dig it. Nice yeah, place. it's very spacious. That's I mean, also synonymous with single people. A lot of single people live in those type of uh, loft. You call it right that loft type yeah. of space. Someone's where, like, where is she again? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. It looked like a really nice place. Like that's a place that would go for millions in New York. Oh yeah, but yeah. in Georgia, I bet she's paying maybe a thousand dollar rent type yeah. of thing for that space. That architecture, I've I've actually seen that architecture in DC as well. I shout out to my ex. <laughs> I went to she had a friend and we went to visit and we stayed their place in DC and there was it was brick. And that was the first time I'd seen brick visually on the interior of like a home. Exposed like, brick. Oh, yeah, is that yeah. what it is? Like mm-hmm. I don't go to, you know, I'm not a house guy. I don't watch a lot of HGTV, but it was cool and I yeah. liked it and they just nailed photos and stuff to the brick and i'm like oh this is actually a really cool aesthetic so seeing that again and wow it's in georgia too i really like that look and it was really a nice place yeah who do you want to talk about next well let's save the best for last so the best i thought was julian brandon mm. all right so- I mean, do you agree or or should we save Andrew and Amira? I have tea to spill on both. Oh, of that's them. right. So okay. So we'll go whichever, with Whichever, whichever. I if you I got thought tea, maybe man. Uh, I think I have more tea <laughs> on Andrew and Amira than Julia and Brandon. So we'll but... go with Julia and Brandon. I think Brandon needs to move up. I think out. Brandon he needs to step up. He needs to step up. Yeah, you know he and on TV he didn't look his age. He didn't look responsible. This is a guy that's going to get married, and he's over here saying, "Tell me what to do." Nah, man, you need to step up. You need to tell people what you want, right? I get it. He's caught in between his parents and his fiance, but he needs to vocalize more. Like in the previous episode when he said, "Well, you know, I'm aside with my fiance on this one." We need more of that coming from Brandon. We need more Brandon. of that, for sure. Yep. Yeah, you can't be this indecisive. Dude, you're 27, right? And he's over here, tell me what to do. No, man, you're 27. 
No one's going to tell you what to fucking do. You need to fucking do what you want to do. So either tell your fiance that things need to be X, Y, Z, or tell your parents that things need to be A, B, C. But you need to start making these these decisions for yourself or else they're going to start making these decisions for you. And that's what it looks like his parents are trying to do right now. To me, it looks like Julia is trying to pull him out of the shell and say, look, like say something. You need to say more. Yeah. You know, and she complains about it a lot. She's like, I'm surprised he didn't say anything or I'm surprised he didn't stand up for this or whatever. And I think she's trying, what she's expecting is for him to be an adult, yeah, for him to act up. 27 and to step up, yeah. right? And instead, he's letting his parents make every single fucking choice. Maybe he feels some obligation that they're staying there for free. It's not for free. Obviously, he has to pull his own weight. But dude, if you don't want the farm, you don't want the fucking farm. Yeah. Like, say it. You're not waking up. You're spending time with your fiance, which rightfully so, you should. And I think that's what you want to do. I think you're the type of husband that wants to wake up in the morning, bring your wife some hot tea, and play some fucking video games with her. And that's fine. Tell your parents that. You don't want to be fucking feeding animals and smelling like shit for the rest of the day. Like, say that, you know? And it's going to hurt. It's going to be offensive. But at the same time, dude, this is your life. And you're going to have to take control of it sometime. And if you don't want to be on a farm, and you're just going to nod your head and agree, you're going to have a miserable fucking life. And you're going to take it out on your wife. And you're going to resent your parents. And it's just all going to be bad. So, like, dude, live your life. I don't think you listen to this podcast. But if you are, live your fucking life. Make those fucking choices. Step up. <laughs> be the husband that your fiance wants you to be. And, yeah, is it going to suck for your parents? It is. But you know what? They've lived their life. And they did their thing. And now it's time for you to do yours. And that's what I got to say about that. For me, uh, two things. I don't think the parents are doing a good job at selling the farm to her. Because they have expressed how much they want him or want them to take over the farm from them. I mean, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm sorry. That's confusing. How much the parents want Julia and Brandon to take over the farm from their hands. I'm thinking the reason why Brendan is being a yes man to his parents is probably because he wants the farm. He's basically going to inherit the farm from them, but he's probably going to sell it. Because clearly, both him and Julia are not farm people. Right. So I think he's going to cash in on the farm. That would hurt his parents. That would offend his I parents. Know, but I, it doesn't time. seem like he can stand up to them. So he's probably just playing along with what they want. So that's one thing. The other thing is, what kind of therapy are they having in that hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> that oh needs my to gosh. have a balanced pH level or something. Do you I don't think know they the were really is. skinny dipping though? I thought that you know they were wearing clothes and that the censorship was just there to insinuate that they were naked. But anyways, that's be, that's besides Julia the point. Julia wasn't naked. Maybe Julia wasn't naked, but Brandon was because it looked like Brandon stripped off all his clothes. <laughs> yeah, you you have to care for hot tubs that way. I don't think maybe to that extent where it was so polluted, unless shit happened in that hot tub. But um, it's murky. Yeah. <laughs> a couple houses ago, we had a hot tub, and yeah, you need to drip liquids in it to maintain ah. a certain balance. Yeah, okay, okay. but. 
again, I don't think it was that bad, but the way the mom put it was that they do therapy. Like you said, we do. What was it? I forgot what she called it. She just says therapy. Some kind of weird therapy. What kind of therapy are we talking about here? There must have been nut in that bathtub. That's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Or that hot tub. That's fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah, I I think she has every right to be if if they left. But Julia made a good point. (laughs) If they left bodily fluids in that hot tub, she had a good point to be like, you fuckers clean up after yourselves y'all yeah but <laughs> i was gonna say julia made a good point in the sense that if you want me to sleep separately from your son then what's this whole thing about using the hot tub naked, naked. yeah <laughs> yeah 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 with the expectation <laughs> Right? Yeah. That they'll be that'll be, you know, nice, clean, fun in the hot tub while they're naked. <laughs> yeah. The mom has mixed that. messaging for Julia, and I can see how Julia's probably confused. You know? Yeah. you know what triggered me? What? When the dad was like, Oh, you know, and you go to visit her in the morning and you give her tea and then that triggered the, me too. He said, You cannot bring her tea in the morning. Yeah. What's up with that? What the fuck is yeah, WTF? I'm like, what? What? Yeah, do we No, 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 no. I wonder if it was editing, but well, okay, here's the thing. He did say you cannot be bringing tea to her room, stay there and not help us out. So the edited part was us seeing the dad just rejecting the idea of him bringing the tea to her room. But then he did continue on and said, well, you cannot just stay in the room and not help us at the farm. So I get his message, but I want to say that does sound kind of harsh. Yeah. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt and say maybe the editing was like, okay, they left out some parts there. And yeah. that, that's not exactly what he was trying to say was like, you can't bring her tea. Fuck that. <laughs> She's getting no tea <laughs> in the mornings. Speaking of yeah. tea, the tea that I got was... Yeah, spill it. So I believe because of that comment, the internet is not happy with the dad. Someone, oh, okay. So it's not just us. Yeah. So someone spilled the fact that the dad uh, was, I guess, thrice divorced. He has three ex-wives and he has other kids as well. So Brendan's probably one of his younger kids. He probably has an army of them. Wow. So, People are like, don't judge a relationship when you've been divorced three times. Oh, wow. So they really <laughs> dug up his past, you know? Yeah, that's funny because I did assume. I assumed a lot. And, I, and one of those assumptions was that this was his first wife and that there were this couple, of probably high school sweethearts, and they've had this really long relationship. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All of this is going to be yours one day. Did you see his face? Mm-hmm. If I was the dad, I would have read into that a little bit. What do you mean? That face was like, no, I don't want this at all. Yeah. <laughs> when he was throwing him hay, he's like, look at this. Do you really want to lose this? And like, he didn't say a word. He just kind of was like, you know, <laughs> and he just, I'm like, Crickets. yeah, you know, get the hint. I don't think this is this is for him. I think he does it to keep his parents happy. And the clock's ticking. And uh, he's going to move out. And when he does, he's saying goodbye to this farm. Yep. He's only coming back there for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. The most. <laughs> it's a tough life, man. 
Yeah, it's and tough, work dude. is hard. Okay, yeah. so I mean, I'm a self-proclaimed city girl, right? Coming from Singapore, if someone were to take me to a farm and ask for my help, I would be flabbergasted. I would be how Julia reacted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not cleaning this shit. I didn't sign yeah. up for it. Yeah. yeah. So farm work is no joke. If you're not born into farm life, I think it's tough. Yeah. It's tough for us city kids, you know? Yeah. So I can and, empathize with her. And I don't mind like feeding the animals maybe for 20 minutes out of my day. Mom, that's that's the, the most I'll give it. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's what petting zoo is for. Right. I'm just saying, and I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's hours of work to do, right? Yeah. And, well, and think then, about like milking the cows, yeah. scooping up horse shit, right? You know, like chasing then, after and, the and sheep. And the fact and that stuff. you got to get up that early in the morning. Yeah, you have to. You know, and yeah. and then they said, nope, you're not getting any coffee or tea. You're going. I, I'd been. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you'd be lucky to get 20 minutes out of me, and that would be to feed the fucking sheep or whatever. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I fed him. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> They're fed. The sheep are fed. Yeah. <laughs> I did my part. But I mean, you know, no hate towards farmers or anything. This of is course. what they yeah. sign up to do. So, you know, shout out to farmers who obviously provide us with hard work. I respect hard that. work. Yeah. Hard work. I totally it's respect that. Right. Exactly. It's not for Julia. It's not for us. That's all. All right. Exciting stuff coming up here. What you going to say about Andrew? I think wait, 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 wait. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, my boyfriend wants me to say this out loud to y'all. This is his exact words. Okay, let me read it to you. My hate for Andrew exceeds levels of human comprehension. That's how much he hates Andrew. So I think he's not alone, right? Mom? No, he's not <laughs> alone. And dude, I'm with him on that. Like, Andrew is a He's a POS. And I hate making these judgments about people I don't personally know, but he's a piece of shit. And when she's crying and then she reiterates the manipulation, like he's afraid that he's going to get blamed and he's afraid about how he's going to look. And then I give press motherfucker. You forced her. You forced her to do this. You know, like that's on you. What don't you get about that? That's totally fucking on you. To manipulate her that way, to psychologically and emotionally throw down an ultimatum and say, I do this shit for you. I do so much. You better do this or else I'm going to resent you forever. Like, come on, man. And then you're going to say you're not to blame. Fuck off with that bullshit, dude. You know what I mean? Hop on a plane and fuck all the way off with that shit. Dude, (laughs) this is on you. All on you 100%. So no, there's no, this isn't a discussion. This is on you. And I don't like him. I think even before she boarded the plane, the manipulation was fucked up. The emotional and psychological ultimatum was fucked up. It was all fucked up. And you fucked up a good thing. And if this isn't fabricated and she's completely genuine and this relationship was real, you done fucked up. You just lost, potentially, the best thing that ever happened to you. And you know what? You deserve it because she deserves better. So no sympathy for Andrew. All my sympathy for Amira. I feel so bad. Like, the crying, 
seemed pretty real to me. You know, if she's acting, give this girl an Oscar because that was really painful. She broke down. No one needs to be treated like this. And I almost didn't finish that scene. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't watch this. Yeah. And it, it just felt super real to me. So as much as this show likes to fabricate plots and storylines, if she was acting, which I'm not putting it past TLC to do, but if she was acting, man, that was really good acting. But it did tug at my heartstrings and... Andrew, I put him up there with Big Ed and the rest of the people that can go fuck off. Wow. Powerful words there. And I 100% agree. Mm -hmm. You want to hear the tea? Let's get to the tea. So this mofo, this ponytail, poor man's Jon Snow, (laughs) the dragon hoodie. And even that's an insult to Jon Snow. (laughs) I know, right? I know. He apparently released some receipts. And by receipts, I mean text messages between him and Amira saying that it was Amira's decision to go to Mexico. And in fact, she bought the ticket. But having said that, I think we all can agree that this was probably Amira acting out of, I wouldn't say fear, but acting out of because of the manipulation that he puts her through. And again, if this is, contingent on the fact that this whole thing is not staged right Mm -hmm. i want to say that it's really fucked up that he's trying to put the blame on amira Mm -hmm. he said she bought the tickets i mean even the receipts that he put out there's hints of him being impatient with her because Mm -hmm. he said something about we cannot keep doing this back and forth so i think she gave in and say okay let's meet in uh, mexico and and i bought the ticket yeah and when you see from the next week's episode is that he's trying to get her to meet in another country yeah. or city, which is hella fucked up, dude. Like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, okay. And just to segue a little bit, I, I hate to make this about me, but I've gone through this before. During my process of getting a green card, I tried to enter the U S and I was rejected. Now, I can't compare my experience to Amira because she was allegedly in a detention center. And by I don't think I should use the word allegedly because even her detention papers are out there in, in someone's IG account. So she posted her detention paper. So she genuinely got detained for three days, two nights in a sort of like a prison cell, right? Where she said there's no toilet paper. She cannot shower. It was cold as hell. The only thing I can relate to is how traumatizing I was going to use that word too. Yeah, traumatizing. traumatizing. Because when you think about right now, when I think about uh, when I tried to enter the US and I did it through Madrid airport and they kept rejecting me. For me, I think it's more stressful than traumatizing. For her, I think it's pure trauma. You know, mm-hmm. she was kept in a cell. I'm pretty sure there was a communication issue where she's trying to communicate in French and they're probably talking to her in... I mean, maybe they did speak English to her. I don't know. But still doesn't negate the fact that he didn't even go to her. And apparently, mm-hmm. frauded by TLC, they had inside knowledge or inside news that the production crew actually tried to pay for Andrew to go to Mexico City and he refused. I saw that somewhere. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. So... This mofo would rather go to Puerto Vallarta and have his depressing yeah. hamburger and chips, <laughs> right? 
and claim that he has exhausted all his resource. Again, he did post some receipts where he allegedly asked someone like a local to translate or some shit and give him the number to immigration and all that. Okay, maybe he did attempt to do something, but dude, it's not good enough. Yeah, he didn't exhaust all his options. He didn't, you know, put 110% out there. He didn't even call her. He saw she was online. if If he was sincere in feeling bad about this whole thing, if I were him, my first thing I would do is once I see my partner being online, I would immediately give that person a call. Yeah. And apologize. This will send a text message. message. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? What's yo? up? <laughs> W-I-D. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> W-R-U. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, bruh. And all this just points to the longer we talk about it, the bigger the piece of shit gets you know that i compare to him so like yeah i knew this guy was a fucking loser i didn't like him at all i feel bad for amira that whatever game he had she fell for there's a lot of foreign women out there who i think they are blinded to the opportunity of coming to america that maybe they put americans on an undeserved pedestal yeah yeah they romanticize a lot and they tend to blow us out of proportion you know and maybe some guys are deserving of it but i don't think andrew at all deserved an iota of credit at all for the way she viewed him yeah yeah apparently he has a master's degree in international security and conflict management man that's quack (laughs) yeah yeah by the way i just want to correct myself i think i might have said something incorrect in our previous podcast episode but amira got sent away because she didn't have a return ticket back to france just like i went through the same thing too like i was rejected at the madrid border when i was trying to to be a round trip it has to be a round trip even though you're in the process of getting a green card or even though you might have already had the approval like in her case she apparently got the approval and she just have to enter the u.s but i think the problem is she tried to do it through mexico so mexico flagged that it's also a way of stopping people from entering the u.s illegally right that's the narrative in their head is that when they see okay you bought a one-way ticket to mexico and your final destination is U.S., that's highly suspicious to me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she tried to explain her situation to the border patrol there, but yeah, it's just too bad that they had to send her back to Europe. I really feel bad for her because I know how how stressful and traumatizing it can be to be rejected at the the airport. To me, it was a nightmare. I think to her, it's that's a scar. You know, like she would never go to Mexico. (laughs) That's a tough tough experience, I think, for tough people to go through. And I'm not saying she's not tough. Obviously, she is. She survived it. What I mean to say is for someone like her who seems to not go through tougher experiences like that, this is definitely, you know, a very traumatizing kind of experience. Yeah. And I felt her pain. Yep. Me too. All right, Lon, what is your WTF moment? For me, 
I'm going to have to go with Andrew and Amira with this one. Yeah, I, I think he could have done more. And when she said, yeah, he didn't even like call me. He had, he doesn't even know I'm fucking here. I'm back here. You know, he's just not doing enough. And that you're, you know, this is somebody that you apparently want to marry or that you love. It's, it's, it's good in a way because she gets to see his true colors. Right. You know, so yeah, as fucked up as it is, like she gets to see that this is not husband material. This is not a person you want to spend the rest of your life with. So, um, yeah, WTF to Andrew and that entire clusterfuck of whatever he's on, right? Yeah. My WTF moment, I want to say same as yours, but I figured out I'll pick something different. I think Mike and Natalie's conversation, that yeah. dinner conversation was, that was lit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Not yeah, in yeah, a good yeah, way. Yeah, that, yeah. that was like, again, knowing the outcome, right? I mean, okay, good for them. They got married. But that's just a very harsh conversation. That's just... Yeah. If someone were to come at me and say, hey, what's your IQ? That's already like fighting words right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. like, it's, it's like you're you're throwing a thousand shade at me, yeah. you know? Just asking questions like, hey, so have you been to a museum? Like, oh, what's your IQ? Oh, your ex must be of that same low class. I'm like, come That's on. like... Who the fuck do you think you are? Exactly. <laughs> you know, type conversation. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Do we do we want to talk a little bit about Stephanie and Ryan? Now that you know, I just got some breaking news. It's it's, it's tea time, not it's tea time. It's always tea time. Let's go me. for it. <laughs> so, listeners. You know, there are a lot of news out there on the internet. So we're trying to curate the best for you. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say this is really good news, but apparently Stephanie and Ryan are no longer together. I think, Lon, you've seen photos of Stephanie's new bow, right? Yay! And this guy looks like a winner. You know, I hate good to judge good. on outward appearances, but uh, <laughs> this guy looks like a fucking winner to me. Yeah, and I mean, I hope he, she doesn't have to pay his wages, right? Right. <laughs> the, the tea that I was going to spill is that there's a allegation out there that Ryan might have raped her. And I'm using the word rape loosely because according to the text exchange, and this is not directly from Stephanie, so please take this with a grain of salt. Stephanie informed someone close to her who then spilled this tea to, I guess, to one of the celebrity gossip person is that Ryan took out his condom while they were having sex. And it is um, understood that Stephanie obviously didn't appreciate that. But he went ahead with a condomless sex. So yeah. in, in a way, it's I think some people view that as rape. So that's why I say, you know, I'm using the word rape loosely. But yeah, it's not consensual. It's yeah, like, that is the very definition of rape is mm. sex that is not consensual. And right. she did not consent to that. So, listeners, that is rape. That constitutes as rape. Yep, it's Which unfortunate. Yep, it's very fucked up. But thankfully, it seems like she has moved on. So, good for her. It sounds like Ryan didn't want to continue filming. And I think she was having a lot of problems with him. So, 
I cannot wait to see what else is in store for them on this season of 90 Day Fiancé. So yeah, gotta stay tuned. Good riddance. <laughs> I didn't like that fucking guy, man. Another piece of shit? Yeah, another piece of shit, dude. Yeah. I didn't like that guy at all. Oh, well. Thank you so much for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. As always, you can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90dayfiancewtf. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Oh no, I don't have a, I don't have a clever goodbye sentence. <laughs> We've been careful. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> That's all folks. <laughs> have you been uh, keeping in touch with this whole shenanigans with uh, Army Hammer? No, you did mention that. He's so he's a cannibal? Is what you mentioned? Supposedly, yeah, he's the been fuck? he's been very graphic with uh, the way he wants his sex. He's what? Been, yeah, and, on uh, Twitter? Well, no, on Twitter. I mean, this all came from his exes, right? Or ex lovers? I don't know what okay. you want to call them, but he's been very graphic with the way he wants his partner to be. Like, it seems like he's into BDSM, and mm. and the the thing that stood out was the fact that he told one of his exes that he wants to cut off one of her toes and, and keep it in the pocket or something. What? Yeah. And he That's... wants to crack her ribs and drink her blood, that kind of stuff. It's, I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I want to say oh he's a freak, God. but that's like, that's, that's not a freak. That's, that's like, another that's level, dangerous. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's another level. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's abnormal. I think like fetishes are are normal, and yeah, maybe they straddle the line sometimes between. Yeah, that's you know, disturbing um, though. Between extreme, yeah, but that is like another level of extreme. That's yeah. uh, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's not a healthy. Nope, not at all. <laughs> that's dangerous. Yeah, sorry. I'm laughing at it now, but that's fucked up. That, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to go down such a dark route there but let's end it a little bit lighter with uh so if you finished watching bling empire not yet i watched one and a half episodes okay yeah so what you think? I, I, I like so it far. though i actually like it for the for what i've seen it did hook me like right from the beginning right in the first five minutes i was already like what's this you know and uh i got in- introduced obviously to the og and Christine. And when I came in, when I walked in on it, they were at, I want to say it was Christine's party. And she was already trying to like flex on the OG. Oh, yeah, I get the presidential. Don't you just hate it when people name drop shit? Yeah, we can go and we can go to the fucking, you know, blah, 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 the blah, blah, blah. What what was she saying? And like, she was comparing jewelers or something. She was trying to like, name drop a brand and I want to like Christine but I can see why Anna, Annie Shea right yeah I can see and why she, Annie yeah, Annie yeah. was pissed well I wouldn't say pissed like she was annoyed because so I think about 
that friend, I mean, I'm pretty sure every one of us has that friend that's like, I don't know, semi-famous or whatever, that kind of name drop people just because they hang yeah. with certain celebrities or something. But like, if you keep doing that, that's such a, such a turnoff, you know? Like, I, I think... get it. These are all rich people. So they kind of all know each other or they, they flex a certain way. But I yeah. think Annie's like, the way I, I mean, you got to keep watching it, but the way Annie talks about herself is that, look, I'm born into it. The way I interpret that is like, she sees herself as old money. Mm-hmm. Whereas Christine's like rich by association, right? I don't know how her wealth came about, but she's married to like a Beverly Hills surgeon. I mean, maybe I have to rewatch it again, but like she's kind of new money. Yeah. I can see how Annie was annoyed by Christine that way. Yeah. I think too, Christine doesn't understand. I think she wants to impress and there's different ways to impress. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Annie is impressed by character and Annie right. is impressed by like being a genuine person. Right. Um, whereas Christine, she doesn't know what impresses Annie. She thinks Annie is impressed by material things and by class. She read her all wrong. Yeah, agree. But I don't think all of it was ill-hearted. I think yeah. some of it did come from a good place. I think she really did want to impress her in a way that would gain her friendship. So she thought, oh, you know, we could go shopping at all these places. And yeah, I, I know all this. And she was trying to relate. She was trying to say, I'm like you. You know, we like the same things. Mm-hmm. And I like the finer things in life, too. And I can have those things. So well, we can be and- friends. Annie reads that as like, I'm like you, we have the same wealth or we're on yeah. the same level. But Annie's like, I don't care. Yeah, because yeah. at so the what? same time, it did feel competitive. Yeah. There's no denying remember, that. So I remember, get the presidential suite. Right. Oh, so do I. Oh, whoa, what a coincidence. Why did I, no, why didn't I see you then? Why didn't we ever cross paths? And I'm like, oh, by the way, that necklace, you recognize it? Yeah. And, and the thing is, she acted surprised. Oh, you too? Bitch, you just asked her if she recognized it. You knew she had it. So why are you acting surprised when she says that that's her necklace? Like, oh, oh, you too? You asked her if she recognized it. You know what I mean, right? I'm like, wait, did she just, you can't, you yeah. know? I'm like, she can see through that. So yeah. it's a super interesting show. And I don't know how much of it is fabricated, but whatever. They're doing something right because- that shit's super fucking addictive. Man. Yeah. And the thing too with Christine, I also, I pointed this out to my brother. Okay, yeah, at first she paints herself out to be a villain. But then you get to her story and she's like, you know, it was hell trying to trying to get an heir for my husband. And I was forced to be like low class, you know, in a way where she was shunned at the family gatherings and she had to do fucking do the dishes and nobody accepted her. So then that humanizes her again and i'm like oh well she has her own fucking shit going on i have to take a step back you can't just judge people you know off of first impressions like everybody has their fucking shit you know and that was her shit i was like okay well she has her own struggle too so another thing that i liked about the show right these are really fully fleshed out characters she's just not you can't just say she's the villain yeah you know because she's clearly has her own struggle so i really like that too about the first few episodes, couple episodes that I watched. Yeah, you're right. There's two dimensions of her. One is obviously her being competitive with Annie. And I think 
that stems from the fact that she thinks of herself as like the queen of Beverly Hills. Like she even said, like maybe it's not her, maybe it was Kane that said there cannot be two queens of Beverly Hills. So she sees herself as like the Beverly Hills matriarch or whatever, right? And then of course, like as you get to know Christine and you find out her struggles, yeah, it does humanize her. And sometimes you forget that these are rich people who probably Mm. look down on the rest of us, right? But yeah, it's a very interesting show about how the rich Asians in LA live. And the only person that's kind of normal is that guy, Kevin or something, right? The guy, the male model or something. The male model? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the only one. uh, Normal to a, I mean, to a degree. I think too that he can be a little... I think Kane mentioned, oh, you know, sometimes he's a little like airheaded and ditzy. And that does come off. I kind of do see that, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I see that aspect too. I'm like, you can't be this like unaware, you know, or this like aloof. Yeah. But again, that's kind of cool because yeah. that's human. Like I would look at him and go, oh, he's a fucking male model. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But again, we can't just put him on a pedestal because of that. There's things he doesn't know, you know, and he admits it. Like, I don't know Japanese culture. I don't know rich culture. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it's bad to give back gifts. In any yeah. Culture. yeah. And he's like, is it? <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> he was brought up white. Remember, he's adopted. So the, yeah. he's not in touch with his Asian culture, I guess. I cannot wait for you to learn more about Kelly and was it Andrew? I forgot what his name is. The Red Power Ranger. He's toxic. As He's hella I did toxic. See, dude. I saw as much as that where yeah. he yelled at her and He's hella toxic. He lost his shit. And I know guys like him, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. where they'll apologize for it, but they didn't learn Jack. They apologize for it because they know you're kind. They know mm-hmm. you're sweet. They know you want the best for them. So they'll put on the puppy dog eyes and go, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm poor little me. I don't know about these things. And you oh, go, man. oh, poor little you. Wait till you watch and the other episodes, man. <laughs> they don't learn shit. Yeah. 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 Well, we can talk more about them once we catch <laughs> up because... Yeah. It got to a point where it hits home a little bit for me because I've yeah. been in those type of toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much for you, but you definitely have to check it out. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure.